At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bed River Sportsbook at the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois. And tonight, here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum will be hopping on in 10 minutes. We got football back tonight, baby. The Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, between the Cowboys and the Steelers. We've seen some relatively significant line movement, so Josh will be all over that with us tonight, giving you the best angles, trends, etc. on the lone football game this evening. Plus, of course, we've got some Major League Baseball to get into. I know Josh also has a play on one of the later games tonight. I'll go through the couple of the other ones, and I also got a prop that we can get into in terms of baseball this evening. Then, We'll talk some more college football. We've been previewing various Big Ten teams throughout the past week and a half. we got a pair to look into this evening, being Penn State and Wisconsin. How far can they go? What are their odds to win the conference? Natty and their win total. We'll hit all of that later in the program. And then toward the end of things, Gilbert Manzano covers the Chargers. We'll get a preview out on the West Coast. What can we expect out of Justin Herbert in his sophomore campaign and the Chargers as a whole? Can they improve and really Maybe make a case for the playoffs this upcoming season. So a lot to get to tonight on Rush Hour. And like we said, speaking of football, we do have that action tonight in the Hall of Fame game. So before we get into it even deeper with Josh, just wanted to tee you up on where it's opened at most places and where we're seeing it right now at Bet Rivers. Well, in terms of the opener, at least, to start things off, it was pretty much a pick em between the teams. 
Some spots, maybe the Steelers were about a one-point favorite, but realistically, most spots had it as a pick -em. and the total opened at about 34. Now, currently at Bet Rivers, the movement has gone in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two and a half are we seeing the Steelers as the favorite, money line-wise, up to minus 148. I believe that was anywhere to about minus 134, 135 earlier today. So the money keeps coming in on the Steelers for the Hall of Fame game, minus 148 on the money line. Dallas, you're seeing at about plus 118. And the total, the under, has gotten some love. Again, open 34. Now we're seeing it at about 31 and a half over under minus 110 each way for that spot tonight. If you're looking at some trends, Steve Mackinnon had a great write-up in today's email with the Daily Newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and do so, vsin.com slash subscribe. But some trends, uh, the favorites have won the last four Hall of Fame games going 2-1-1 one, one ATS. They're also 12-3 straight up and 9-4-2 ATS since 2002. And in the seven Hall of Fame games since 2003, in which the line has moved off the opening number toward the favorite, that favorite is 5-1-1 one, one ATS. So certainly that would bode well in favor of Pittsburgh. And also if you're looking maybe for a second half bet, looking for the in-game angle, Steve also wrote that the team that has led at halftime has won six of the last seven. Only once in so eight has a team come from behind at halftime to win. So whichever team's out in front, if you can get still a solid price in them, that may be a, a way to kind of handicap it as well. And speaking of that total, the under has converted in the last six out of eight Hall of Fame games. Again, we've seen some significant movement from 34 at the opener down to 31 and a half. May have moved a little bit too much at this point to still want to get involved, but we'll certainly see Josh Applebaum's input on that and see if that's still worth betting. But, you know, I mean, just based off those trends, not giving an official player anything, but it seems like the Pittsburgh Steelers would have to be the move. It's not like I get so into preseason football betting, unless there's really a good spot where it seems advantageous. But when it comes to betting preseason football, it's kind of about who's coaching and who really wants to win and, and what kind of backup players and quarterbacks you're going to see, right? And the guy who does so good at that, Chuck Edel, who we have on the program all the time, he thrives with preseason football, watches all the press conferences. So we'll have you covered on that throughout the coming weeks with preseason uh, football. But, you know, coaches like John Harbaugh, for example, the guy he always tries to win. You know, it's little things like that that you got to keep an eye out for. And the trends that we alluded to with Steve Mackinnon certainly could be the similar case there. Again, uh, the favorites, especially with the line movement going that direction, seems to be the move. You're only really going to get the series opener, you know, one round of the starters playing in this game. You know, and maybe you're going to get two based on what the coaching strategy is. But again, Pittsburgh seems to be the play here based off that movement. Opened at a pick -em, up to two and a half. Money line is getting fairly steep here, minus 148 if you want some security. But you are under the key number of three, of course, which is the biggest key number in football. And then the Cowboys catching plus 118. Again, that total is dipped from 34. And at Bet Rivers, we're seeing it 31 and a half. Minus 110 each way. The under has hit in six out of the last eight Hall of Fame games. Welcome into the show once again. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook on this Thursday evening, getting you geared up for the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, between Pittsburgh and Dallas. Josh Applebaum, Beeson's betting reporter, will give us more input on that in about five minutes or so. And then we're going to be talking some Chargers football later in the program with Gilbert Manzano. It's great work covering the team, so we'll see what Herbert and company can produce this upcoming season. They'll be talking baseball and college football in between. 
But we were just talking about the NFL, and the way we started off the show yesterday was kind of unveiling more of the NFL props that I had dished out earlier in the year, or rather had leans on, and then finally put a bet on. And one that we left out, because then in the middle of the show, too, we gave out uh, various others. But one guy that we did leave out that we really didn't get fully in depth with was Josh Jacobs. Now, Jacobs' rushing yards prop was one that stood out to me maybe a month ago at this point. But the number was a 1,000 and a half and is still the same spot. I mean, the over's gotten a little bit of love. You're seeing the over now minus 106. Under was minus 118. But the over, I think, was about even money when we last talked about it. So slightly you've seen some love go to the over. And understandably so. That's the way I'm going with Jacobs. He's gone over this mark in each of his first two seasons as a member of the Raiders. In 2020, he played in 15 games, had 273 rushing attempts, racked up 1,065. So made you sweat it out a little bit. At about four yards per attempt, 71 yards per game. In 2019, only played in 13 games, but racked up even more. 1,150 rushing yards on 242 rushing attempts, about 88 and a half yards per game. So he did regress a little bit from 2019 to 2020. But what's beneficial about this is not only did he go over these, uh, this spot in two seasons already, but you're getting that added game as we keep talking about with these props. So for the fact that the over is the slight dog in terms of it being minus 106, the under is minus 118. This Raiders team is going to be circulating around Jacobs as it seems to do a lot if he can stay healthy. Obviously, they're going to utilize a passing game, but you got to start the foundation on the ground with Jacobs. You look at who they face this season. They're facing 10 defenses that finished in the bottom half of DVOA run defenses past year. So kind of tying that all in together, I'm thinking you're getting a good buy low spot on Jacobs. Maybe not even a buy low, maybe just that he's still young and it hasn't necessarily adjusted. I know you got somewhat of a deep backfield in Las Vegas, but Jacobs is still a threat and a force to be reckoned with. And I think he goes over 1,000 rushing yards once again this season. So I played the over at minus 106 with Josh Jacobs. So that's another one that we had added with our NFL props. We'll kind of just recap all of them, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week as we get closer to the season. But had various quarterback props as well regarding Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, and a bunch of other guys. Lamar Jackson with his rushing yards prop as well, Allen Robinson, and then a bunch of our season win totals. So uh, we'll kind of recap that as we get closer to the start of the NFL season. But in terms of what we're going to be talking about more so tonight, like we said, we'll hit college football, which we haven't touched on as much really this past week. So we'll look at Penn State and Wisconsin, their season win total more importantly, and which of those two teams really have the best case of competing with Ohio State to win the Big Ten Conference. And those odds have shifted since the last time we talked about them. So it'll be fun to kind of dissect this Big Ten Conference with some of the top teams. But to talk more about pro football in the NFL, let's go ahead and bring on Josh Applebaum, ladies and gentlemen, at Josh underscore insights. It's where you can follow him along on Twitter. Catch him hosting the Market Insights podcast Monday through Friday. He's on a plethora of shows here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Josh is always excited to talk to you, my man. And we finally got some football back in action. We're beginning the show talking about it and really all the historical trends that have revolved around this game. Now, when we look at the line, Two and a half is what we're seeing in favor of Pittsburgh. This total has dropped to 31 and a half. What have you been seeing in terms of the opener, the numbers we're seeing now, and how are you looking to play it? Yeah, Danny, so first off, it's great to finally talk football with you, my man. I feel like you and I have been doing rush hours for a while here, talking baseball, talking basketball, hockey. Football is back. It is fantastic. And, Danny, it's not just a Hall of Fame game. Believe it or not, we have CFL beginning tonight. The Hamilton Tiger Cats, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 
Uh, by the way, we did see a move to the Blue Bombers, plus three and a half down to two, and some money on that under, 51 down to 49. Uh, but Danny, obviously the Hall of Fame game tonight, you know, there's two schools of thought, I think, when it comes to preseason. You have uh, a lot of betters who say, I'm not going to touch it. It's too volatile, too many uh, unopened questions, and, and not, not a lot of answers here. Uh, so much volatility. Sit back, you know, just enjoy football for football. Don't bet on it, you know, and again, you know, focus that time maybe on win totals and props. Now that's camp one. Camp two is, hey, we got a game here, Danny. We got odds makers putting up lines. We have action we can get down on. So let's see if we can make the smartest bet we can make. So if you're on in that camp tonight, I think what you're looking at is big movement toward the Steelers. You had mentioned it, Danny. Uh, Pittsburgh opened as a one-point favorite. Uh, this is obviously a neutral site game at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. Uh, and this open Pittsburgh minus one immediately went up to minus one and a half, Danny. And then we saw a tweet uh, or a couple tweets, some social media updates a couple days ago saying that pretty much all the starters are going to rest for both teams. So you're not going to see Dak Prescott. You're not going to see Big Ben. You're not going to see Zeke. You're not going to see any of these players that you probably have, have come to know. But the funny thing there, Danny, was once it was announced that all these guys would be out, there was another there was another move to Pittsburgh. So minus one up to one and a half. Announced that these guys are going to be out up automatically up to two. Now we're seeing Danny close to tip off here, only 45 minutes, 50 minutes away. It's now up to two and a half. It looks like it's going to three. All movement has been toward Pittsburgh here. So uh, I got down on Pittsburgh as a money line play when they were at uh, at minus one and a half. Crazy things happen, Danny, where you have uh, you know maybe botch snaps or miss kicks or uh, or safeties or crazy things happening when you have all these backup players in. So I still think, you know, it's a money line play for me, just protecting yourself from crazy things happening at three. You're getting to the key number of three. You really want anything Pittsburgh two and a half or less. If you're going to play this spot, a uh, couple things here, Danny, Mike McCarthy, bad as a, uh, a road dog in the preseason nine and 13 ATS, which would make you lean a little bit more to Pittsburgh here. I know it's a small thing, but that kind of coincides with the movement. Also, Steve Mackinnon's trends about Hall of Fame games, and, and really in general, we've seen uh, favorites win the last four, 2-1-1 one, one ATS, favorites 12-3 and three straight up since 2002 in the Hall of Fame game, 9-4-2 ATS in that stretch, favorites with a line move of at least a half point in their favor, so it would match here Pittsburgh minus one up to two and a half now, uh, favorites with a line move 5-1-1 one, one ATS in this spot. Uh, also, I think you're banking on a uh, better quarterback play here, Danny. If we're going to play all these backups, I'd rather put my money behind Rudolph Haskins over, you know, Gilbert, Danucci, and Rush. Uh, so that would be another reason to maybe back Pittsburgh here. All all money and movement has been toward Pittsburgh, around two-thirds of bets, but almost 90% of the money. And, of course, Danny, the under is also taken in a lot of action. 34 got down to 33, then 32 and a half. Now it's 31 and a half, so you're seeing Further movement toward this under, we do see in Hall of Fame games uh, an average of 29 and a half points uh, combined around the last decade to the under. Uh, and of course, uh, Mike Tomlin, good under coach in the preseason, 32 and 21. So, uh, Danny, I'm looking toward Pittsburgh here and the under based on what the market is telling us. All right, Josh, I'm with you. Putting a little bit of skin on uh, Pittsburgh tonight because you have to, right? I mean, it's the first game of the upcoming season, so <laughs> got to get involved a little bit. So I'm rooting for you with the Steelers. I'll be tagging along with you. Uh, let's stick on NFL before we move to baseball because I know you got another season win total bet you're interested in. And now that we know about the Green Bay Packers and their situation, Aaron Rodgers back in the mix, their odds have been posted back up. At Bet Rivers, we're seeing the Packers. 10 and a half, the over is minus 125, the under is plus 102. It's a relatively tougher schedule here, Josh, but at the same time, it's kind of always hard to count out Aaron Rodgers. How are you handicapping the Green Bay Packers this upcoming season? 
Yeah, Danny. So what's crazy is, you know, we had the run on the Rodgers drama, uh, you know, a little more than a week ago. And is, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Will he be traded? Is he going to retire? Uh, and then really we had to wait until the odds were back up. So a lot of these these odds here were off the board waiting on what's going to happen with Rodgers. So the dust has settled a little bit. I've had a chance to kind of analyze this a little bit more. What we're seeing here with Green Bay, with Rodgers back at the helm, what could be his final year in Green Bay, uh, is a win total of 10. And uh, we're seeing some books 10 minus 140. We're seeing some books at 10 and a half. I would shop around, Danny, if you can find an over 10 at minus 140. That's available at BetMGM right now. Uh, but I'm not going to outsmart myself too much on this one, Danny. You know, uh, with two years with Rodgers in the floor, this team has gone 13 and three both times. Uh, you're bringing back a lot of the same players who got you to the NFC Championship game, even though you lost to Tampa Bay last year. And I, th I think just with Rodgers, you know, uh, you're looking at a minus 275 to make the playoffs. That's a little hefty number, but could be worthwhile. Minus 165 to win the division, plus 550 to win the NFC, plus 1200 to win the Super Bowl, plus 800 to win MVP. So my play, Danny, would be that over win total, expecting uh, an 11 win team or better again this year. I think if you're bringing back the continuity of Rodgers, and this is kind of a you know a last dance type type situation with. You know, obviously with the, the great documentary you saw with the Bulls, uh, this is going to maybe be the same thing with Green Bay, a galvanizing effect to rally around Rodgers, possibly his last year in Green Bay. So I I'm going over uh, over with the win total, Danny, trying to get the over 10, 10 and a half, depending on where you're shopping. You did make a good point. It's a harder schedule this year. The Packers opponents uh, combined record from last year, 147 and 124. That's a 542 win percentage. So I don't know if you expect, you know, 14 wins, 13, but can you get 11? Think that's definitely doable and obviously week one danny big shift here uh with between the saints and the packers we opened it up with uh packers getting three now they're laying two and a half or even three uh with uh with rogers at the helm but definitely that overwind total danny that's what i'm looking at with green bay now josh you bring up an interesting point in terms of the odds to make the playoffs i feel like you know myself included like we've been talking about just season win totals you know odds to win the division but not a lot of people have talked about odds to make the playoffs is this a category that you've kind of engulfed yourself into at this point? Is there any team you've bet regarding odds to make the playoffs or is that a market you, you know, don't see anything worth betting as at this point? Yeah, it's a great question, Danny. I think it's your personal preference as a better, you know, one, one bet that I did make, you know, following the Carson Wentz, uh, you know, news here that he's going to miss five to 12 weeks and Quentin Nelson is hurt all that stuff going on with the Colts. Uh, I did, I did uh, get a, a, get a bet down on the, uh, the Titans there. They're over nine win total and to make the playoffs. I think it was like minus 140. So to me, Danny, I think it's as a better, what you feel comfortable with, you know, season win totals. There's a lot to go off of in terms of Pythagorean, you know, how lucky or unlucky did they get? You know, uh, is there stability, leaning on stability if you want to bet an over, instability, fading rookie uh, head coaches and quarterbacks, like uh, taking the under with the Jaguars under six and a half. These are the little things I look at. But the other thing is to make the playoffs or miss the playoffs, I think you got to find a good number. You know, minus 275 to make the playoffs Green Bay. I, I have no problem with that. It's it's kind of a little pricey. And again, when you're betting these futures, your bankroll, you got to have liquidity. You got to be able to offset you know, putting uh, putting aside your money for months and months and months and not letting it affect or negatively affect your day-to-day -day betting. So I think it just comes down to what you feel you have the best edge on, Danny. Uh, and to me, you know, the Packers win total, you can pay a little less and maybe go over, but definitely to make the playoffs, all these options are available to us as betters. I think it's up to us to figure out, uh, you know, the markets that we feel most confident in. 
All right, Josh, before we let you go here, my man, let's talk about a baseball game that has piqued your interest tonight. We've seen some big movement between Atlanta and St. Louis. Wade LeBlanc and Tucson taking the bump for each respective team. Atlanta looking to go for the sweep. What have you seen throughout the day in terms of this matchup? Yeah, Danny, I think if you want to sweat Atlanta to sweep, I think you got a good reason to today. The market's really showing some uh, some wise guy money backing the Braves here. Uh, Danny, I was actually on the Cardinals last night, and what a comedy of errors. It was a 4-4 game. I was sweating the cards. There's a base hit to right. They, they bang into each other, uh, and it's just kind of microcosm, and, and the ball you know, skids away. Uh, the Cardinals are in a rough spot here. This is a team that uh, I think just based on the eye test, the Braves are ascending. You know, the Braves are only back two and a half games of the Mets here, Danny. Uh, and really, they're uh, plus 275 to win the NL East. I think we, a lot of us, or at least myself, kind of said, hey, Acuna's hurt out for the year. This team is done. But they've made some decent moves, adding Soler, Duvall, Rosario. You're, you're looking at a pretty deep offensive lineup here. If they can just get decent pitching, they can make it interesting in this division. Uh, so tonight, Danny, Toussaint against LeBlanc. You saw the uh, St. Louis Cardinals open around minus 110 at home or kind of close to a pick'em type number. Uh, bets are somewhat even, yet a lot of moving here to Atlanta. Atlanta's go gone from around even money or minus 105 to now minus 115. So you're seeing this movement toward the Braves here. This would match a uh, short, uh, short road favorite off a win system I look at, 59%. Non-division steam, 10 cents or more, 61%. And really you're banking on two things, Danny, not just the line movement, uh, but also the bats of Atlanta. They're hitting 243, 13th best in baseball. St. Louis, 234, 22nd. And also Atlanta, 5-1 and one against St. Louis. So uh, if you want to sweat the Braves to get this sweep here, Danny, uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be sweating that tonight with a good move toward the Braves. Josh Applebaum, ladies and gentlemen, at Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Rolling with the Braves, the Steelers, and the under for tonight's Hall of Fame game. Josh, keep up the great work, my friend, and be sure to take a look out for his show, Market Insights Podcast, Monday through Friday, and his write-ups every single morning in the VEASAN Daily Newsletter. Josh, appreciate the insight as always, my man. Best of luck tonight. You're the best, Danny. Enjoy the return of football. Feels great, buddy. Absolutely. Can't wait. Josh Applebaum will have plenty more from Josh throughout the upcoming NFL and college football season. And of course, we'll still hit baseball. And then we got the offseason with NBA regular season to look forward to, especially we are excited here in the Chicagoland area, everything that's happened with the Bulls. So plenty to get to throughout the next several months with Josh. But uh, in terms of tonight, in case you miss it, he is rolling with the Atlanta Braves are up at Bat Rivers to minus 120. Again, big movement going in favor of the Braves looking to sweep the Cardinals. And look, you know, Atlanta's a team that has slowly been getting back into the race, as Josh alluded to, two and a half games behind the Mets. And with Atlanta, it seemed like we kept talking about when we would go over the division races. It's like, okay, well, at what point do we bet the Braves? But then they seemed really untrustworthy, and now they're finally getting back up into the mix. But tonight specifically, against the lefty with LeBlanc, look, Atlanta's hitting 731 OPS for Southpaws, not too shabby, and even more so to the case potentially for backing Atlanta. The Cardinals have been atrocious hitting overall this season. We all know this. They've been a really tough team to want to trust in any sort of way. They got a 688 OPS versus right-handed pitching. Now, Tucson had a tough outing his last time around against Milwaukee, seven earned runs, but look, if you're trusting offenses and the pitching is kind of a toss-up in the air, then certainly Atlanta would be the move you would have to go with. They're up again once, like we were just saying, I mean, minus 120, not too steep, but the big movement 
They're a little bit of a dog to begin with. So again, the Braves seeing the movement tonight, as are the Steelers, who are now up to minus two and a half in terms of the spread. That one opened minus one in favor of Pittsburgh. So that's all the big movement tonight in terms of NFL and baseball. We'll still talk about the two other late baseball games next. Stick around right here on Rush Out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER, not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts. Remember to check them all out, BetRivers.com. All righty, back at it. Welcome to it. It is Rush Hour here on VCD the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke 5. You can follow me along on Twitter at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. It's time to keep the conversation going with baseball. Just talking with VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum. He is rolling with the Atlanta Braves tonight to sweep over the St. Louis Cardinals. But as for the other two games, let's see how those odds are stacking up among each other. And let's start with the White Sox tonight looking to uh, seek some revenge off of Last night's disappointing performance. We got the dub with the White Sox two games ago, but last night the Royals come back, beat the White Sox 9-1. to Tough outing for Lucas Giolito. Dallas Keuchel's going to give it a go this time around, and Keuchel's been, you know, he's had his ups and downs to say the least. He's 7-4 this year with a 4.51 ERA, 4.44 xFIP, so not too promising, and a whip of 1.35. But... What's beneficial potentially for this White Sox team tonight is Daniel Lynch, the southpaw, who's only seen maybe 22 innings pitch this season. He's 1-3 with a 6.95 ERA, 5.04 xFIP, and a 1.68 whip. So not great at all for Lynch, who also, when he started against the White Sox earlier this year, didn't even make it out of the first inning. 0.2 innings pitch, allowed seven hits, eight earned runs, no strikeouts, 875 opponent batting average against the White Sox. Now, uh, when you look at Keuchel, he has gone up against Royals once. He fell victim in that game. He went six innings pitched, uh, six hits, four earned runs, three strikeouts. So not terrible, but the White Sox didn't get the job done. What's interesting tonight, too, is the White Sox have done such a great job. When they lose at home, they typically bounce back the next game. But if you're paying the price and you're thinking they do that, well, you're laying $2 on the money line. But, of course, you could always opt in and do the run line. You're still laying minus 110, but that's probably the only direction I would go, if anything. Betting this game, money line, run line, total-wise, 9.5 is the total. could get why it's a higher one, and you might think runs will come into plenty based off these two pitchers. But none of that really piqued my interest as much. Again, the stronger lean would be the run line with the White Sox. But looking at these pitchers, the bet that really stuck out to me involved Daniel Lynch. And what I've been kind of monitoring, I mean, we, we got involved with it a few times last week, is these strikeout props for these pitchers. Now, Daniel Lynch, his number's at three and a half strikeouts. The under was plus 102, and that's the way I actually played. Now, I know it seems very short, but he's failed to go over this in three out of five starts thus far. And the only two times he's gone over three and a half strikeouts was against the Detroit Tigers. And the Tigers have the third highest strikeout rate in the big leagues. We know how bad Detroit is. And again, he didn't even get any strikeouts the first go-around against the White Sox because, well, he didn't even make it out of the first. Not saying the same thing's going to happen tonight, but he went six innings against Toronto, only got two strikeouts, 4.2 innings pitch against the Indians and only got three strikeouts. So look, even though he can go a little bit deeper in a couple starts, he doesn't have a high strikeout rate. So look for the White Sox offense to bounce back Get the plus money and go Lynch under three and a half strikeouts plus 102 at Bat Rivers. That's the only play I have tonight, and that's the one I got between the White Sox and the Royals. But also, let's get into this Astros and Twins game. Houston, they fell victim to Max Scherzer last night, losing 7-5 to five against the Dodgers after winning the first game, that two-game series. But tonight, Houston naturally, the big favorite, minus 230. However, they did open up 
minus 260. So a little bit of love has come in on Griffin Jacks, who's going to be starting for the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota now plus 190. They open plus 240. This total is at 9.5. We're still seeing it there. However, it's shaded to the under, minus 121. Now Valdez is going to be taking the bump for Houston. The Southpaw this year is 7-2 with a 3.01 ERA. 4.06 XFIP, which is certainly concerning based on what his ERA is, and then a whip of 1.30. But if you do want to trust Valdez here in one outing against Minnesota when seven innings pitched, allowed just five hits, one earned run, two strikeouts, Houston got the dub in that game 14-3. So if you think he can replicate that, but you don't want to lay the minus 230 with Houston, the run line is minus 127 in favor of the Astros. But if you're thinking the other way, you want to take the run and a half with Minnesota, get a little bit of plus money here, plus 102. Once again, that total residing at nine and a half. But again, the only play I'm rolling with tonight, we're doing the strikeout prop. Daniel Lynch under three and a half Ks against the White Sox, plus 102. Liking that plus money price, even though it's only a little bit, thinking that's the best angle in that game tonight. And if you want to go somewhere else, take the White Sox on the run line. All right, let's switch it up. Go back to the gridiron talking college football Big Ten preview next right here on Rush Hour. Football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts are providing profiles of every team, along with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, give you best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. And each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. To so go ahead, reserve it now. It's the perfect time, or sign up for Visa and All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season if you do so. So if you're interested, sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to vsin, the sports betting network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and the show is Rush Hour. Here on a Thursday evening, we've got the Hall of Fame game between the Cowboys and the Steelers. We were previewing that earlier. Josh Applebaum, he's taking the Steelers and looking toward the under tonight as well in baseball. He's got the Atlanta Braves. We'll kind of recap that at the end of the show. And speaking of which, we'll talk more NFL with Gilbert Manzano, Chargers reporter. We'll get a preview of Justin Herbert and the rest of the squad out there in La La Land. But before we do so, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of college football. We were just speaking on the guides, and the college football guide is out now. So go ahead, get a hold of it. Once again, bsin.com slash subscribe, a preview of every team, division, conference, best bets, and much more. And tonight we're going to stick with it in the Big Ten, a familiar land for us here in the Chicagoland area, and we're going to preview a couple teams tonight. We've already done a couple in the past, but let's go ahead and start up in Madison with the Wisconsin Badgers, highly touted to come out in front of the Big Ten West. Their odds to win the Big Ten West are the short shot, as we alluded to, plus 115. To win the Big Ten entirely, you're seeing them at about 8-1, to one. For Wisconsin, if you think they can win the whole dang thing, win the natty, they are 50 to 1. Win total at 9.5, over under, minus 113 each way. 
Now, when we get into the crux of this Wisconsin team, the big question is what can we expect out of quarterback Graham Mertz? Had a great performance against U of I where, you know, everybody was just kind of like, whoa, where did that come from? This kid's going to be great. Wisconsin's offense is going to be awesome. Well, then he got hit with COVID and some other issues, and, you know, they finished 12th in the Big Ten in total offense at the end of things. So what's going to be the difference maker from last year up to this year? They also couldn't convert on third down, and their ground attack finished 62nd in the nation. But they were number one in time of possession. So the offensive line does have three returning starters. They need to get the ground game going once again. They need to fulfill what Jonathan Taylor left when he went to the NFL. And they should be able to do that. They have some solid wide receivers as well. But really the foundation of Wisconsin, what they always seem to do so well, is have the ground game going. So if Wisconsin can do that, if Graham Mertz can show the likeness of what we saw in the first couple of weeks, then this Wisconsin team, rightfully so, deserves to be the short shot in the Big Ten West. The defense will continue to be solid, uh, again, but the main thing, because you can always kind of count on Wisconsin's defense to be rel relatively sufficient, sufficient enough at least, to keep them contending. So their defense was among the best in the nation against the run, led the Big Ten and was fifth in the nation overall, just allowing under 300 yards per game. So they were great in third down stops as well. They led the Big Ten in that category, and they get eight starters back on the defensive side of the ball. But let's get into their schedule here. How is this going to stack up with the chances of them winning the Big Ten West and their win total of 9.5? If you're not familiar, always like to separate it into winnable, losable, toss-up games when we look at their schedule. And for these two previews with Penn State and Wisconsin, since they're more of the top teams, I kind of just categorize the losable and toss-up games into one. But let's go ahead and begin with the winnable games. Week 2 versus Eastern Michigan for Wisconsin. Week 6 at Illinois against Brett Bielema in his first year with the Fighting Illini. Week 8 at Purdue, the Boilermaker is probably going to have a down year. Week 10 at Rutgers. Week 11 versus Northwestern. And then you get Nebraska at home in Week 12. To me, those are all very winnable games for the Badgers. Now, in terms of losable slash toss-up games for Wisconsin, Week 1 versus Penn State. Funny enough, we're talking about both those teams. But I do think the advantage goes with Wisconsin there. But considering it's Week 1, they're pretty even-keeled teams against each other. It's a toss-up game. Uh, week 4 versus Notre Dame, that's going to be that neutral game, I believe, at Soldier Field. And that's going to be off the bye week for Wisconsin. Notre Dame, we're expecting some regression. Wisconsin off the bye week, probably give the advantage to the Badgers. Week 5 versus Michigan, have no idea what to make of the Wolverines. Probably feel less about them, more than them taking a step forward. So another advantage to Wisconsin. Week 7 versus Army. Army is such a unique team all the time, but you know at least Wisconsin gets them at home. So you probably still give the nod to the Badgers. Week 9 versus Iowa. I think Iowa, we were talking about them, stay under 8.5. That's going to be a tough spot for them. But Week 13 at Minnesota is where things could get tricky as well, right? I mean, Minnesota, we talked about this team with Kenny White. I'm of the same thinking that this could be more of a dark horse team, not to the extent that they could win the Big Ten West or Big Ten Conference, but I think they're going to be a lot better than they were this past season. And for the fact that Wisconsin gets them on the road, could be a little bit tricky. But again, when I look at the schedule, realistically to me, I think this Wisconsin team, if we can get a good performance out of Graham Mertz, the running game kind of starts building back up and the defense continues to dominate, this team, in my mind, can for sure go 10-2. and two. So when you look at the win total, I would definitely bet over 9.5, if anything, with Wisconsin. In terms of everything else, if you think they can best Ohio State, then yeah, you would bet them to win the Big Ten at 8-1. to one. But 
For them to win the West, plus 115, it's the easy choice to go with Wisconsin, but the odds are too short, doesn't interest me as much, so I would rather just go with the win total over 9.5. I know that would pretty much you know, kind of correlate with them winning the West, but a little bit more comfort in terms of going over 9.5, if anything, with Wisconsin. Now let's talk about the aforementioned Penn State, who are 10-1 to 1 to win the Big Ten, to come out of the East. If it's not Ohio State, it could be Penn State. If you think that's the case, it's plus 450 are the odds. To win the Natty is 80-1, to 1, and the win total for the Nittany Lions is set at 9, shaded to the under. Minus 139, the over is plus 110. Sean Clifford really had a poor year last year as quarterback. Team had 17 turnovers offensively. The receiving core should really kind of get back into having some of these stars. Dotson should be a solid guy. And then behind him, you got sophomore Parker Washington, who had a solid year this past year. Uh, the running game, you know, that should be okay. They have some good tailbacks, but the offensive line was really bad last year, especially in pass protection as well. So they gave up a lot of sacks. If the offensive line can improve, then you can see a better offense, uh, offense out of Penn State. Defensively, the line only returns one starter. It should still be solid, but maybe not as dominant as we've been accustomed to with Penn State. So what I'm getting to is I'm not as high on Penn State as I am on Wisconsin. When you look at their schedule, the losable games, which is more important than the winnable to me, uh, week one at Wisconsin, again, I give the edge to the Badgers. Week three versus Auburn seems to be a toss-up game to me. Of course, that's going to be a tough one. Week five versus Indiana, at least you get them at home, but the Hoosiers could be solid once again. Go on the road against Iowa. That's going to be a tough matchup on the road against Ohio State. And then you get Michigan at home. If I'm putting it with the number at the win total, nine makes sense to me. I get why it's there. So I think they probably end up about nine and three. But if I had to pick one way or the other, got to go with the chalk and lean under with Penn State minus 139. Thinking they got a couple more steps than a lot of people think they do to be a top team. Not that they won't be but would lean under Penn State and go over with Wisconsin for our two-team preview of the Big Ten tonight. All right, we're doing a Chargers preview in the NFL next. Stick around as we wrap up another edition of Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. 
Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Days for your winnings, cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Bay. You get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. And as always, you get a $250 match bonus along with the fastest payouts and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 532 in Virginia. Offer not valid in Iowa. All righty, welcome back to it here on Rush Hour as we wrap up another edition on this Thursday evening. We have the Hall of Fame game to look forward to tonight with Pittsburgh and Dallas. We were previewing that earlier with Josh Applebaum, Beeson's betting reporter. He gave us great knowledge and insight, trends, all that good stuff on tonight's game. That got us in the mood to talk about more football and kind of like we've been doing this past week, looking to profile betting-wise and just overall season-wise on specific teams. And a squad that we've certainly mentioned a few times here on the program since post-draft, really, it's the Los Angeles Chargers, and here right now to help us out dissect this team is Gilbert Manzano, at G Manzano, 24 on Twitter, Chargers reporter, very close to the team, does great work covering them. Gilbert, we appreciate you making some time, potentially exciting days really coming ahead out on the West Coast as we look at these odds to win the AFC West. Yes, of course, we know the Chiefs are the favorite, minus 335, but then you get the Chargers who could present some value maybe, plus 575. Broncos 6-1, to one, Raiders 20-1. to one. What's your just overall makeup of this division? And then, of course, the Chargers. Yeah, no, it definitely starts with the Kansas City Chiefs. So we've been in Super Bowl back-to-back years. I think they won a division about four years in a row. So, you know, I want to say that they are in a tier above the rest uh, when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, I think the Chargers are, are getting close. And I feel like every time the Chargers play Patrick Mahomes, they, they probably play them the toughest. You know, the, Ra- the Raiders got some wins as well, you know, last year. But when it, when it comes to, like, really, like, you know, give it a fit to Patrick Mahomes, is the Chargers defense. And with Brandon Staley now calling the shots and calling the plays with Joey Bosa and hopefully a healthy Derwin James, 
you look at that Chargers defense, they're pretty stacked. So they're healthy. I think they're going to get closer to the Chiefs. But I think for right now, it's still the Chiefs. But, you know, so far with Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley, everything I'm seeing from Chargers uh, training camp, they're looking pretty good, at, le at least right now in August. Yeah, and that's really been kind of the Achilles heel with this Chargers team as a defense a lot of times has been banged up, and even the offense too. So if this team can stay healthy, they're really loaded on both sides of the ball. Now, like we alluded to, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are kind of in a category of their own. So when you look at the rest of the division, you can bet on which place that the Chargers are going to finish up in. If you think they finish second in the division, plus 140, third is plus 180, fourth is plus 450. So if the Chargers aren't winning the division, is the most realistic case they end up second? Or could a team like the Broncos or Raiders maybe skip over them this season? You know, I, I think I do like that bet. Uh, second place for the Chargers. You know, I, I know the last couple of years with, with, with a different head coach and Anthony Lynn, they, 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 they didn't do too well. You know, the injuries were there. They lost a lot of close games. They, they missed field goals. They had bad breaks. But I feel like with a new coaching staff, they can at least clean it up on the field, you know, winning close games and, and in terms of that kind of thing. You know, but if they're healthy, I think this team really has what it takes to at least be a playoff uh, team. I don't know about a Super Bowl contender just yet. And, and, and I know it's also it's a very young coaching staff, so we've never seen Brandon Staley as head coach. There's a, lot, a little bit of unknown. But if you look at the way Justin Herbert played a year ago, you got to assume he's going to get better from that crazy rookie year uh, and he has so many weapons with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and, and, and you know, Austin Eckler, and they have this new rookie wide receiver who's looking great, Josh Palmer. So he has an abundance of weapons. Uh, and, oh, and I forgot to mention a brand new offensive line, Corey Lindsley, the best center of the game. They had a Matt Filers, I think, in terms of, of a stack roster with a, with a different kind of scheme. I think they they're, they're, they seem like at least a very you know safe bet to be a playoff contender. So. At the end, it also seven seven teams get in. So I think for the Chargers, this could be the year they get in after a two-year drought. They won 12 games in 2018. Uh, so I think you know, number being second in, in terms of betting odds, I, I really like that bet. Yeah, so for them to finish second in the division, plus 140, you mentioned for them to make the postseason with the expanded amount of teams heading into the postseason. Uh, the yes is plus 130 for the Chargers to make the playoffs. I'm with you. I think that's a pretty viable bet there. I would take the plus money of anything with Los Angeles. And, of course, that's going to revolve around their schedule that they have this season. And when we look at their win total, Gilbert, it's set at 9. The over is the favorite, minus 121. Under is even money. So just based on their opponents this upcoming season, how many wins do you think the Chargers end up with can they at least get 10 yeah you know what that nine number sounds about right so the people in las vegas usually get it right there when it comes to setting the numbers there uh you know i think they could get to 10 it's just i look at that first six weeks of the schedule it's pretty brutal but if the charges go at least three and three before the bye week uh in week seven then those wins could start stacking up and it comes easy and they get to 10 10 victories. I could see 10. I, I do. I know it, it's uh, minus money there, but I, I do like that bet taking the over on the nine. But to start, you know, at Washington with, with that pretty good defensive line over there with Chase Young and Monte Sweat, and then you, then you go, uh, you play the Cowboys at home, you, you play the, the Chiefs, you play the Raiders, you play Baltimore, you play Cleveland. That's a pretty tough uh, six-game stretch. And if they find themselves two and four, one and five, it could go downhill pretty fast, but I think if they at least finish 500, those wins in the back end of the schedule will come, and, and that bet will come pretty nicely as well. 
All right, Gilbert, I also want to throw out a few props that you were guarding Justin Herbert coming off his great rookie campaign. He's the guy that I love to watch and looking forward to doing the same this season. When we look at his passing yards number, 4,450 and a half is where it's set at, shaded to the over, minus 124. In terms of total passing touchdowns, 28 and a half is the number listed. Interceptions thrown, 11 and a half is the number listed. I actually got involved in one of these. I bet his over total passing touchdowns, 28 and a half. Ended up with 31 last year. You're getting another year under your belt. More familiarity with the rest of the squad. So that's the one I like the best and played. Out of those three, is there any that pique your interest and that maybe you would dabble in on? Yeah, no, I think I'm with you on the touchdown. Uh, you said 28. I think or I forget, you said 31 on the touchdown. I forget. Oh, uh, yeah. 28 and a half is the number that was listed. I was just mentioning okay. how he had 31 last year. So that's really yeah, why yeah. I like the okay. over again. Yeah. No, definitely, yeah. Especially if he did it a year ago, he broke the the rookie record in terms of passing touchdowns. Uh, you think he'll be more prolific this year, and, and he had a lot of speedsters out there on the field as well this year to to get those touchdowns in bunches. It seemed like he had a lot of games or multi touchdowns, you know, at least two or three. So I think that that's a that's a pretty easy one for me. Uh, now the the passing yards a little tricky. You, you expect them to kind of go up in passing yards, but I feel like. This uh, people don't want to hear because he's a young quarterback with a big arm. But I think this this offense is going to be pretty balanced. Like they have Austin Eckler and a few other running backs, and they have a brand new offensive line that can make them efficient in the running game. So I think in terms of the passing yards, it's gonna, it's a little risky. He'll go over four thousand, uh, getting over that that total number. I'm not too sure about that one. Uh, you know, in terms of interceptions, that was pretty hard too as well. But as a rookie, he only had 10 interceptions. So Herbert is not a guy that turns over the ball. So I think maybe take the under on the 11 interceptions there. It's a little tough, though, because that, that 10 number was pretty good. But I feel like in year two, he's going to have you know, more of a command of the huddle and know how to read defenses better. So I think take the under on the interceptions as well. Gilbert Manzano, ladies and gentlemen, at GManzano24 on Twitter. Chargers reporter giving us great information regarding the upcoming squad in Los Angeles this season. We are very excited. And, Gilbert, hey, I'm sure you're very excited to have a fun team to root for this season and cover. So we appreciate some of your time tonight and look forward to catching up again during this football season, my friend. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Gilbert Manzano, once again, at GManzano24 on Twitter. We'll get you covered everything out in the West Coast with Justin Herbert and company, primed potentially for a big year. And like we were just going over some of those props, if you missed it yesterday, one of them that I did have was Justin Herbert, over 28 and a half passing touchdowns, 31, the number that he had last season in 15 games. So look, again, more familiarity with this offense, a better offensive line, still the same amount of weapons, if not more so. So really like that Herbert over 28 and a half passing touchdowns. He's going into his sophomore season. So maybe that'll get adjusted higher if he goes over it once again. It definitely will. So taking advantage of it while we still can't. So that's the play that I had with Herbert and the Chargers. Gilbert, like he was saying, looking at that win total about nine. You know, playing the over a little bit, if anything. But the odds to make the playoffs could be more interesting at about plus 130. If you missed it earlier tonight, though, with the Hall of Fame game, Josh Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter, joined us. If you want some bets a little bit closer in the future, tonight with the Steelers and the Cowboys, big movement in favor of Pittsburgh. Steelers opened a one-point favorite. They're up to two and a half currently at Bet Rivers. So that's been stable for a little bit, but the money line keeps going in favor of Pittsburgh. Now up to minus 155. It's in the minus 130 range this morning. Minus 140 in the first half of the show. Now we're seeing it minus 155 to Pittsburgh. If you're looking on the buyback side with Dallas, plus 125. 
This total did move to the under, but it's been pretty stationary. 34 is where it's opened at. Now we're seeing it at 31 and a half, minus 110 each way. Just for the sake of having a little bit of cash on the game tonight for the first football game. Took a little piece of the Steelers on the money line earlier today. But that's the only thing I really got with the Steelers tonight. If you miss it with some of those trends, the favorites in Hall of Fame game, 12-3 and three straight up, 9-4-2 ATS since 2 And when there's been movement on the opening numbers since 3 that favorite is 5-1-1 ATS. So Pittsburgh Steelers could certainly fit the bill in that category. But for the official play that I am giving out tonight, that is regarding the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. Took a strikeout prop tonight. Daniel Lynch, 3.5 is the number it's posted at. Shaded to the over, but I went under. Plus 102, under 3.5 Ks. He has yet to go over this mark. Well, he's gone over it, but just in two out of five games. And it's only been against the Tigers, who have the third highest uh, strikeout rate in the big leagues. Didn't even make it out of the first inning his last go-around with the White Sox. Not to say that it's going to happen again, but White Sox a lot better with their bats at home, specifically after a loss. So let's hope for an under 3.5 Ks out of Lynch tonight. Best of luck, as always, if you tell with any of our action. Enjoy football. It's back, baby. And we'll be back here tomorrow on Rush Hour. Until then, take care from all of us here at Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.